Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Okay, Kim, we have something very important to talk about. We do. I think it's going to take up a lot of time, so we can't do any chit-chatting. No chit-chatting. Oh, I don't think that people are going to really enjoy that then, because they like us to go this They like it when I get on, get on to you about you accusing me of saying a different word that I didn't say in the well, podcast. Well, you do, but that's okay. I didn't. You didn't go back listen to last week's no, podcast. No, I know I didn't. I didn't. Okay, well, I'm just going to stand corrected that what? I did not say a word that you thought I said. What word was it? Do you even remember? <laughs> no, you don't. See? Amnesia. No, of course so, I don't remember, but you were like, <laughs> did you just say? I think you did. No, I didn't because I listened to the podcast and everyone else did too. Well, who's everyone else? 88 followers that we have. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I I just <sighs> love you, delusional friend of mine. Mm, delusional. Yes. 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 I We accept too. that. We, we do. We accept every part of you. And that's okay. Well, and we accept you. <laughs> in all look at the look. in all the ways. <laughs> wow. Ah. Wow. Ah. Something there. Oh wow. Well, with that spirit? Is that what you're feeling? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but man. we are going to talk about a spirit today. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit because we kind of feel like people, at least in our counseling offices, they're a little confused about the Holy Spirit. Yes. And I don't think a lot of people dig into quite understanding. They're just maybe told one thing and yeah. they just kind of go with that but this is so important to oh understand like everyone needs to listen to this intently because this is life-changing not just for themselves in their walk but people around them yeah like i i mean and and there's no shame in not knowing this because i no. didn't know it early in my no. walk no shame at all because no shame um, I think it comes with, you know, some your spiritual walk and your maturity and where you are. And, of course, God's timing is perfect because it's Absolutely. different for everyone. It what is. What we're going to tell you and the ways to receive and to be filled is different for everyone. Right. So there is no, like, this is a way you have to do it. Well, that's very legalistic. But it is important to know, too. Yeah, because to maybe, some, maybe some people have been kind of put in the box of well this is holy spirit and that's it and that's all you got right but there's a lot of people not using the power of the holy spirit that's correct and that's where we want people to understand the, understand and ask themselves and and make the sure Lord and yes go to the lord and you know you guys um i don't know we don't, we don't say this very often but 
It would be great if you listened to this and had your Bible. When you listen to our podcast, have your Bible in front of you and because follow along and go deeper. Here's what I just want to say, and I know you feel this way too, mm-hmm. that no matter what we talk about, always judge it against yes. God's Word. Yes. Always. Because we're, we're people. We make mistakes, yeah. y'all. And when we catch them, we try yeah. to come back on here and say, hey, this I said this incorrectly. Right. Um, you know, but always judge it against God's word, no yes. matter whether it's us, our podcast, some other podcast, a preacher, a counselor, right. a book, a book. Oh, yes. we've had to do that. Yes, for sure. Uh-huh. So um, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we always have to go and what we want because this mm-hmm. is who we are as counselors and people and people walking with the Lord is we always want God's word to be the the truth that we always stand by yes yes so it can't be any other way well there isn't any other way yeah all the other ways will fail yes yes eventually yes but you might think you're like oh I'm thinking this right but if you're in your word God will show you truth even like, I mean, many times we thought, oh, we thought we understood it this way. Uh-huh. And it's so amazing how God just like circles us back to yeah, it. Or, yeah, or like it will be constantly on our mind. We just haven't, you know, we haven't like had peace with it. Right. Kind of like you're always kind of wrestling with it. Yeah. That means you don't have probably full understanding of it. If oh, you're still we wrestling have wrestled with a couple of things for, for well, gosh, over, over years. Couple How many? years, maybe. A couple years. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah, I think we're getting to the end of yeah, it. Yeah, we are. So we could kind of produce something with that, but, um, but you know what? That's the beauty because yeah. I think that's the Holy Spirit at work in us to go straight to truth. Yeah, and to keep going there. Yeah, and um, that's what's fun about it honestly is like sometimes when he puts something on you it's kind of fun to keep digging and you know you're going to get truth like we we knew we would always get to the truth of it and it's not like it um we were fixated on it sometimes we we rested you know for a while down for a while and then we it'd come back to it and we rest for a little while and because it's a lot to learn it is so that's i mean even on this subject of the holy spirit it's uh you know, you you can't just one day, you know, say, oh, I've been saved. And you automatically know everything that there is to know in God's word. Yes, because if process. there's anyone out there listening that's like, yes, I did confess and received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. But I feel like there's got to be something else there's something in more. my life. There's something yeah. missing. Yeah. And we're going to tell you what it is. Yeah. For sure. Because I believe, and I've seen with my own spiritual eyes, and you have too, that there's a lot of people walking around that have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, but are missing a piece that would make them set apart even more right? as really picking up their cross and walking with Christ and using the power that's been given to that's them. That's been given to them. Because so. I think it's that very power that always takes us 
and gives us a yearning for God's word. Yes. It's that, it's that. Yeah, so even if you're like, well, yes, I know Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, but I don't feel like, you know, this like a need to read my Bible or I don't feel compelled to do things a certain way or I'm or still wrestling more. with the same sin over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Or I feel like there is something for me to do that God has for me, but I don't really know don't what it know is what and it I feel is. lost. It's because you're not... You don't have this other part. Yes. And we're going to reveal it. Yes. And we're going to use scripture. Yes. To show you exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to also use a resource that we have. And I do love this resource. It's called, uh, How Can I Be Filled with the Holy Spirit? It's by Larry Kreider. So we want to give um, the proper... Um, What's my word? Naomi, I can't think of my word. The proper, um, you know, you know that word. Recognition. Recognition. Yes, it okay. sure is. Thank you for saving You're me. Um, yes, he is. Uh, I think he's a president of Dove International, but yes. um, he has some wonderful books. I've read them and I do like them. Um, but he came out with this little booklet that I think really does. We've like torn it apart. Yes, I have. You should see all my stickies. Yes, you have stickies. I've got red. Um, but yeah, it's a good one. So why don't we do this? <clears throat> this podcast is um, about receiving and being filled uh, with the Holy Spirit. It's different, two you things. guys. Yes, these are two, two different things. Yes, two different things. Now they can be happen in one event. Sure. And it can happen in two different events in your life. Sure. Mine was two. Mm-hmm. Yours was also two, two different events. Yeah. But and we're gonna we're gonna use Paul, Saul, Paul as right. an example of it being in two different mm-hmm. events. Right. Um, so just knowing that we're talking about receiving the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes, and you need both. Yes. Yeah. To to fulfill and do what your what God's will is for your life. You have and to you know have to, and to know, yeah, and to, to like, know what to grow and to have deeper understanding, you you need mm-hmm. both. Absolutely. Well first you need the first to be saved. Right. That's very important. So should we, uh, let's give a better definition of the receiving versus the filling. Okay. Should we do that? Yes. Um, Gosh, we have so much, so many good things here. So hold on one second because I want to just look at one thing. Okay. Let me just read a little bit from this Larry Kreider thing. It says... They had received the life of the Holy Spirit a few weeks before when Jesus breathed on them, but this time they were filled. And um, that scripture he's referring to is John 20, 21 through 23. So uh, he goes on to say this distinction between receiving the Holy Spirit at rebirth, being born again, mm-hmm. your salvation, yes, okay, and being filled with the Holy Spirit is significant. Mm-hmm. Being filled 
is the Lord's provision for releasing the power of the Spirit into the believer's life. Yes. Is that a good? Yeah. Do we need to? Do I think we need pretty good. Explain anything else because about how we kind of talked about it is like, um, I mean, having the Holy Spirit in our life is a gift. That's a gift in itself. Right. Because you, that we receive as a helper. salvation. Yes. Uh -huh. You're. You're. So once you are saved and you've repented and confessed and you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior yeah. and you know He died on the cross mm -hmm. for you and rose three days later, right? You, you are you are receiving Spirit. the gift of the Holy Spirit to be yeah. your helper to indwell in you. Yes. Okay. To kind of camp in there. Yes, He's there, but you need to have be filled with. The Holy Spirit gifts to be activated to use as power in your life and in your walk right? yes and in your walk with Christ and and to be able to uh, fulfill everything that Christ has for you in his life and he or he did that with the disciples where's that scripture where he said um, it's in Acts I believe where they were um, that's right before they were um, in the upper room oh yes okay so uh -huh. Jesus left and he said uh, wait in Jerusalem before you go out because they weren't yet filled and that was at the day of Pentecost mm -hmm. so um, you guys probably recall that I don't know if we need to read that do you want to mm, well um, I'm searching for the scripture it's in chapter 2 okay yes uh-huh um, Oh my goodness, two one is that what you want me to read? Yeah, that's talking about when they um, through um, two one through four. So when the day yeah. day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So mm -hmm. filled. Yes. They, they were filled so they could have the power yes. of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. We got and that down. Um, and then uh, Paul's story, that's in Acts. Uh, we're going to flip over to chapter 9. nine. We're going to read 4 through 6, and then we'll jump down to 17 and 18. So that says, um, Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And mm. he said, Who are you, Lord? Now let me point out, Saul at this time, was referring Lord to as like, who are you, sir? Right. He did not address Not him. Lord Jesus. Yeah, because you'll see yes. the difference later. Yeah, you will. He says, then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads, which is to provoke or annoy. Mm -hmm. um, he, so he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, 
What do you want me to do? Now he's talking uh-huh. Lord Jesus. Yeah. And then he addressed like, oh, this is Jesus. Mm-hmm. So he's accepting and receiving Jesus at that moment. This is Paul's conversion. This scripture yes. right here, verse 9-6. Yes. Lord, what do you want me to do? Paul's uh-huh. conversion of, of salvation. Yes. Okay. And the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. Mm. I'm not going to read the rest, but apparently Saul did listen because that was his Lord. So he was following Jesus's command. Yes. And he did go to the city and Mm -hmm. waited three days. And as you all know that his, um, he was blind at that, at that time for three days. Mm -hmm. And he, during that time he uh, was fasting. Right, he neither um, ate nor drank. He ate or drank. Um, and so then mm-hmm. Ananias, is that right? Yeah. Yes, um, we're gonna read down in 17. Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So we see in this order for Saul that was converted to Paul is Saul was received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, followed his instructions. Mm -hmm. So that was his born-again salvation Experience. experience. Then in his instance, Ananias had to lay hands on him and he was then filled with the Holy Spirit. But can I just stop you for a mm-hmm. minute? Because the Lord sent Ananias to yes. uh, Saul slash Paul. Yes. Um, and even Ananias was like, Lord, don't you, you, know, don't you know who this guy is? Right. Which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but sent him to go lay hands on him so that he can be filled right. with the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. And then he became water baptized. So, so let me that's the order. Let me just back up one more because I really want people to understand this. So in verse six, when Paul receives his conversion okay Mm -hmm. this is a salvation experience at that time now he received the holy spirit Mm -hmm. at the time of salvation yeah now his friend ananias comes along lays hands on him to be filled with the holy spirit to Uh give him power Mm -hmm. to do what the lord has set paul out to do right Yes, which we all know that Paul was a, he went out and preached the gospel. Yeah. And he needed to have that Holy Spirit power to be able he to had do it. Because look at all the things he came up against. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's a whole, you know, That's a whole story. other podcast, right? Um, but he needed that power. Mm-hmm. He couldn't just receive. Paul could n- no way have passed that step and do what he had to do. We believers are the same. Yeah. For us to be able to do what we're called to do, we must have the Holy Spirit power filled in us. Right. And activated and working. Right. Because here's the thing that we have talked about a million times. We can't just be saved by Christ. We have our salvation, our our point where we ask Jesus to come into our heart and we do nothing with it. Yeah. I mean, Holy Spirit is in there, Uh but we have a responsibility and a part 
in our salvation to walk that out and walk out what God has called us to do. Yeah. We can't just sit there and wait and think that, you know, there's so much more there that he is wants for us than just receiving him and that's it. And don't you think too, I think back about this that the Lord gives us that filling of the Holy Spirit to go out and you know, to do what he called us to do, you know, yeah. to preach the gospel or whatever it to is. To counsel. I mean, to counsel. I, I needed to be to be filled to do this. And he taught me many oh, lessons before definitely. being able to open my practice. But, you know, like we had mentioned, I, I know the moment that I received Christ and I was repentant and I did feel different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what caused me to keep pursuing in yes. the Word. Yes. And as I started to study the Word and learn more and was around fellowship of people that were farther in their walk, which is so important, mm-hmm. I then learned about being filled with the Holy Spirit and having more and having gifts. Yeah. Having some of the, so the gifts of the Holy Spirit are with the Holy Spirit. So those are in you. Mm-hmm. It's the power that you need to use them. Right. To use these gifts of, you know, whether it be prophesying or um, discerning the different spirits or, mm-hmm. or the gift of tongues or the gift of healing right. or all of these gifts that the Holy Spirit has. And you can't use those just by receiving Jesus Christ. You have to do this part to do the power to use it whether to be to preach the gospel in a bold way. Well, and here's the key to that though. And I'm going to I'm going to just read this one sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, it says just like how salvation comes by faith. Mm-hmm. So, yes. being filled with the Holy Spirit comes by faith. Yes. Faith. Yes. Faith is always a prerequisite yes. for receiving. Yes. Uh huh. To for receiving and to be filled. Yes, and like he even mentioned, not everyone's experience mm-hmm. will be the same. Right. We can either pray and receive the Holy Spirit filling on your own, and right. I did that myself. Right. Or you may need to have someone, someone lay pray. hands mm-hmm. on you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, some people I've known were uh, at their conversion. It happened all the at Holy once. Filling. Uh, it all happened all at once. Uh, so it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. but everyone has the free will to ask for the filling of the Holy Spirit if you yearn for more. If right. you want the abundance and the fullness of what God has for you, you can ask for it. Now, also, I just want to point out, some people, and this is his story actually in here, that he... Um, he asked to be filled and nothing happened. Right. Okay. And he still was yearning for it. And that's when he went to, uh, I believe, a, a pastor that then prayed for him and he received it. Mm-hmm. But also, you may ask for it. It may not happen at the time. But are you going to stop asking then? No. That's the thing. This is you doing just like James has said, we can't just be hearers, we yes. have to be doers. Yes. So you, faith is in our works. Faith is shown 
in our works. Right. So praying is an action. Right. Praying, praying without ceasing is what the scriptures say. So if you earnestly want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you must consistently ask for that or go to someone to and lay, have them lay hands on you. But you don't just pray it once and say, well, nothing happened. And can I just say I, something I guess, here too? You know, because this isn't a one and done. Yeah. It's not just a receive the Holy Spirit at salvation and then another time be filled. We are constantly asking the Lord to fill us with the Holy Spirit because we need the Holy Spirit's power for different things that we do or situations that we come across in counseling. So it's not just a one and done. Mm -hmm. We have to go to the Lord and we have to ask for what we need, that power that we need. It's not us right. doing this. We need the Holy Spirit filled in us to walk out what it is that we're supposed to be doing or saying to somebody. We can walk into this office. We know what clients we're going to see for the day, mm -hmm. but we don't know if something new has happened. And so we need that filling of the Holy Spirit to guide us and to give the words that that client needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have to have the, the Holy Spirit's filling. <clears throat> and again, it's not just a one and done, like you asked 10 years ago for the filling of the Holy yeah. Spirit. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's you, you need to ask and by faith, mm -hmm. um, you know that the Lord will do that for you. Yeah. And I guess I didn't realize I was asking for that every day because when I do come to counsel, I always ask the Lord to give me wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. So my, my words are His words. And that's asking for the filling of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's wisdom. I don't want my wisdom. No. The Holy Spirit's discernment and knowledge. Right. We have to ask for those things. You know, when I leave my house, and we are, we're only, what, a mile apart from each other, mm -hmm. which that's like a whole other podcast and story. Of, it's so weird. It is weird. Um, but when I leave my driveway, I am, to come here, I'm praying, um, in asking the Holy Spirit to give me the words and the counsel for the people who come into the office for that day because mm -hmm. it can't be us. No. It has to be God's word and it has to be uh, from the Holy Spirit. And you guys, you know how easy that makes it? <laughs> it takes. I a, hate to confess it, but it takes a lot of pressure off of us because yeah. we don't know what the situation is no. coming into our office. Even with new clients, no, we yeah. can't anticipate that. Yeah. So we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit and He has to operate in and through us so that we could help other people. Right. I mean, and, and it's not just counseling. It's not just pastoring. It's how about if you're a teacher? Yeah. Or how about if uh your uh, first responder or yes. i mean you don't know what you're walking into no or how about if you're a housewife yep a stay-at-home mom homeschooling yeah 
or you, you know, to, you want you want God's wisdom to teach your children. Yeah, to discipline even your children absolutely. in a loving way. Absolutely, God's patience. That's I've been really stuck on the fruit of the spirit, which is all of the Holy Spirit attributes. I just love that because mm. yeah, it just tells me that how it really. It really just tells me how much of sinners we are because we aren't born with love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, no. self-control. No, no, no. So when I was walking as an unbeliever, no, I, did, I didn't have those things. It, it may appear at times, but when you come to where you're really being tested for self-control, we would fail every time. So I have to have... You have to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in me to be able to really unconditionally live out love, joy, and peace. All of those attributes that only He has. We're not born with those things. Those things are not in us. And it's just a wake-up call to how much we need Holy Spirit. This uh, says in this little booklet... We must reach out and receive the promise of the Spirit. By faith, we receive, and it says that we are continu continually filled yeah. day by day. We have to ask for that filling. Um, it gives us uh, Ephesians 5.18, be filled with the Spirit. It says, does not mean be filled once and for all. Mm-hmm. By means that we should, con uh, oh, I'm sorry, but it means that we should continue to be filled with the Holy Spirit again and again. Mm -hmm. We need that because we come up against different situations. Yeah, yeah, in our life, in raising our families, and mm -hmm. um, taking care of our homes, and going to our jobs. Yeah, it's so important, and it's just. I think it's so um, it's so life changing if if believers uh, would understand this because um, I think you know as we've seen there's even a lot of pastors that aren't living in the f being full of the Holy Spirit and they're just operating with when if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit you're operating more with your flesh. That's because, correct. Because the Holy Spirit filling is the power of the Holy Spirit. You're, That's right. You're using your own power and not the Holy Spirit's power. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to be filled with the Holy Spirit power. Yeah, because I mean, think about this, and this is no respect to pastors at all. Disrespect? I mean, disrespect. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, where is she going? I no, know, no, no, I know disrespect. no, okay. disrespect to pastors at all. But pastors have a calling on their life to make sure that they are teaching God's word to the sheep and teaching it correctly. They have to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be able to do that. That is a huge that is a huge undertaking. And a huge higher judgment on them. Right. So if a pastor is not filled with the Holy Spirit, how can they deliver a word and the word, the correct mm -hmm. word, to a congregation? And honestly, as a congregant, you don't want, 
you don't want a pastor just giving you his words. Correct. You you want to know what what kind of studying has this pastor right. done to give a message to the flock. Right. And his his life, his personal life, and, and I'm a big judge of character of pastors and people yes. that preach by looking at how they live, live their, their life. life. Is it absolutely is it in line with scripture or are they live in the high life and have all these material possessions on earth when that's totally opposite? I'm not saying they can't have things. Right, but they but can't make it, it their extreme? God. Yeah, is it is it way overboard? Because that's not necessary. Right. That becomes once in um you want to make sure you're being taught by someone that is filled with the Holy Spirit. And the only yes. way you're going to know that is if you're filled with yeah. the Holy Spirit to have true understanding. Mm-hmm. Because if you go back to, and we've talked about this a million times, back in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and 3, where it talks about the natural man, the spiritual man, and the carnal man. Mm-hmm. You have you have to have this Holy Spirit in you as a spiritual man or woman so that you can discern the things of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a, a carnal man and you're and you're just not, a believer with childish ways. Right. That is a believer that has been um, that has received the Holy Spirit, born again, but did nothing with his walk. Right. An immature Christian, meaning you haven't gotten to asking to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You haven't the deeper things deeper, of the Spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and again, and that's that's why there's a difference between the natural man and the spiritual man. You know, the natural man is not born again. Not even received Jesus. No. And, and the spiritual uh, man is, you know, definitely a born-again believer. And, you know, maybe people need to look at this. Maybe we need it for a hot second here. Let's, let's really explain this. A natural man is someone that's not born again and devoid of the Spirit. They, they have no appreciation for the gospel. That's right. They have no acceptance no. of the gospel. I like flat out rejected right okay right now we do have some that are carnal men that they they're do, born again they do so they have received the gospel mm-hmm. okay they have received them and they have been born again and but they don't the they gospel. don't live as a born again believer yeah they don't do anything with it mm-hmm. they kind of have stayed stale they're they an think immature that Christian. that's good enough they think that that's all they are yeah. is re- really needed right um, immature and they stay in that state of spiritual immaturity yeah yeah I think that's good to point that out because and we've talked about these things before but a natural man is not going to understand somebody who is born again and who has the Holy Spirit in them and who is filled with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. it looks foolish to him yeah. It looks foolish to a natural man. Right. So that's why to be, to understand God's word we have to have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We have to be filled with his power to go out mm-hmm. and make disciples and mm-hmm. preach the gospel and do the work of of the Lord. Mhm. 
So, yeah. So two different things, receiving the Holy Spirit at salvation, Mm -hmm. and then also being filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit's power to go out and walk the walk that the Lord uh, wants you to walk. Yeah. Makes sense? Yep. Makes so. Yeah. So it's pretty simple, but very important. Very important. So understand mm-hmm. the differences. Yeah. Sounds good. Maybe we'll talk some more about the Holy Spirit at a later time. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions or comments. That's right. Let us know. And what's that? Is this new to you? Did it let us know? Did it change your life? Was it a whole new outlook? Did you dig deeper in the scriptures? Yes. Go to the we scriptures and let me that. let me just uh repeat these. So we looked at John 20 verses 21 through 23. We've looked at Acts uh, 2, 1 through 4, Acts 9, 4 through 6, and 17 and 18, which Uh 17 is a real, is Mm -hmm. a real key scripture. And then Ephesians 5, 18. But again, if you do have questions, let us know. Yeah. All right. right. Hey, have a good day. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.